My name's Owen, and I'm the Dungeon Master of our Return of the Giants 5th Edition Homebrew Campaign. Hi, I'm Ali. I'm playing Lyra, the Eldarin Spore Druid, and she is just a little bit obsessed with mushrooms. Hi, my name's Simon. I'm playing the character of Ember. I'm a wildfire druid who's on a quest to be the very best there ever was. Hi, I'm Dave, and I'm playing Harry Harrington, the Harringon, the roguish merchant with the heart of gold. My name is Christian. I'm playing Bartholomew, the romantic dancing owl and paladin of devotion. Hi, my name is Matt, and I'll be playing Niles Silverwind, the Owlin, Way of the Sympathy Hey guys, I'm Jared. I play the character of Thrain, the boisterous frost giant Goliath, half of the giant Barbarian. Hello there, lovely listener. This is just a warning to let you know that this episode of Return of the Giants may contain adult language or adult themes. Hello! Hello! Yo. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to the Lost Archives. It is lovely to see all of your gorgeous faces once again. Um, we didn't have our Curse of Strahd campaign on Monday, so I've really been missing D&D. Now, um, it is very exciting to be back. We've got a few quick announcements before we jump into the session. Uh, first announcement, Dave will not be joining us for the next four weeks, so I'll play the character of Harry tonight, and as much as possible, I'll try and find Harry uh, a little casual exit to get him out of the way for the next couple of weeks. I try to avoid playing player characters as whenever I can, so I will, I'll find something for Harry to do and we'll get him out of the way. We do have um, Jared and Matt on their way. If you're if you're watching this on YouTube and you've seen it on and you're watching on Twitch, you won't be able to see their faces just yet. They'll be jumping in as soon as they're here. Both of them running a teensy bit late. Um, Ali was here with us for a moment, but uh, she did reveal she had food poisoning and then vanished, which does not seem like a good sign. <laughs> if I'm being honest, um, the the timeline on that was pretty quick. She's like, "Yeah, I've had food, food food poisoning all weekend," and then she just disappeared at high speed. Exit stage left. So, yeah, well, hopefully, hopefully she's all okay. <laughs> she's gracefully doing a tactical vom. Quite possibly, um, yeah. <laughs> Try to get out of the way early. Yeah, sounds good. Look, it, oh, it works. Speak of the devil. Hey, was that a was that a tactical vom? <laughs> it was. <laughs> I was joking, but now I feel like an asshole. <laughs> Sorry, mate. You okay? Oh, yeah. I'm alive. I mean, that's if that's the benchmark we're setting, is the sure. That is Great. my benchmark. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. Well, that that is good news indeed. Um, the the only other fun announcement I was going to say is something I was just sharing with the Twitch people before, but I will I will share it now because uh, that all gets uh, edited. Oh, perfect timing! Look who's jumping in! It looks like it might be Jared, or it could be no. It must be Matt. No, Matt. Hey, there we go. Perfect timing, Matthew. Excellent. You took one point of damage for each minute you were late. <laughs> 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 but you did regain all of those health points, all those hit points, uh, on account of you like taking care of a living creature that relies on you for <laughs> sustenance, <laughs> for, for uh, yeah, for everything really. Um, oh my goodness, uh, it's it's crazy how much Poppy your dog looks like my dog Loomy, just bigger. Poppy's just way bigger. I'll have to yeah. um, send you a photo it's of crazy. Loomy from above. Like if they were standing next to each other, you'd think Loomy was her like, but was Poppy's daughter or something. <laughs> yeah. We should yeah, do a, no. we should do the don't talk to my son meme with them both. That'd be <laughs> quite fun. Don't talk to me my son ever again. Right, we'll, we'll, we'll get we this do fixed it. up. We'll do it. Um, the only the only fun announcement I was going to make before we did our recap. Um, Pal World is out. 
it's a fusion, really. Uh, I mean, I I'm a big fan of Ark. I'm a big fan of Pokemon. So it makes sense that I'd like a game that is just a shameless ripoff of the two of them. It's fantastic. It's really Dangerous. fun. I am really, really enjoying it. Um, there will be some content coming with us playing uh, <laughs> playing uh, Power World. We can't not. Simon's literally just bought it and is downloading it right now as we speak. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be working on the others slowly but surely. Um, I'm, I'm just waiting for a little bit longer to make sure Nintendo aren't coming after people. But just, just give it a hot minute. I'm sure what? it's fine. Apparently, I was reading about this, apparently uh, Power World is a Japanese developer and they actually did their homework and figured out that they're not breaking any rules. Oh yeah, no, there's been tons of um, yeah. TikToks that I've been seeing about like yeah. just a bunch of different scenes taken where someone's angry at someone uh, and it's always just Nintendo uh, and Pokemon <laughs> and like that. Yeah. And then just Power World, just, like one of them is the two women at one side of the table and then the cat at the other. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, because like, because like Nintendo don't own the rights to like yeah. someone who catches a monster with a ball, right? They don't. Exists. Well, a, concept, a sphere, the technically the ball, but a sphere is different enough. Yeah. <laughs> they can use yeah, it. The concept <laughs> can't be trademarked, no. Exactly yeah. Right. It's, it's very funny. Um. I have to say, it combines some of the best features of Ark with some of the best features of Pokemon. It is everything Pokemon Legends Arceus kind of oh. should have been. Yeah. It doesn't just... have like too many stages of crazy technology yet, right? Because with Ark, the one thing that frustrated me was like when it got to like tech. Element. Yeah, the tech yeah. tech tier. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm not very far. Um, I will get back to you on that one. I'll let you know. I think, I think there are elements of it, but they're not flushed out like as thoroughly as like Ark does. Like... Arc yeah. progresses to that point, whereas like in Power World, it's like here's a cool incubator thing that's definitely pretty techy, but I think you can get access to it like pretty early on. Level so. sixteen, I think, from memory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a there's a there's a, a like a crystalline substance called paldium, which is basically magic stone, which you can use to make all the technology. But then if you need to power things with electricity, you just go and catch a little electric Pokemon and <laughs> shove it in a generator. <laughs> that was your yeah, face. I, I did see a, a play, a lot of playthrough, but just a, someone a ba doing a base tour and they literally made step-by-step uh, -step a sweatshop. Yeah, 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 that's, that's what the game is. No, seriously, that's what the game is. It's insane. Like, um, I've got a fridge that's currently powered by an ice-type Pokemon. My forge just has a Firefox going <laughs> into it the whole time to melt metal. Like, genuinely, that's how the game works. That's the entire purpose. I'm not sure how I feel about like it's great. slavery, but like how do you I'm feel leading, then? I'm leading up to it. How do you feel then, Matt, about the fact that you can catch humans and make them do all this stuff at your base as well? Yeah, and you can like you can craft that old butcher's knife and be like, well, it's time. You can also That's... condense them to make a mega human. <laughs> you take all the humans and like turn them into Pokemon candy and feed them to another human. It's genuinely I, horrifying if you think about think it for more than two seconds. Yeah, the sheer fact that you can capture just random humans. I love it. I've, work in your I've caught three and I've sold them for like 200 gold each. It's the best. It's so funny. <laughs> Oh, I think the problem is, right, it comes up with a little note that's like, a little pop-up box comes up with some text saying like, oh, in, in Palapagos Islands, it's considered unethical to capture humans. The problem is that encourages me to do it more. There's, there's some part of my brain that reads that and goes, all right, fine. <laughs> if I've already done it, I may as well do it a hundred times. There's no, I've passed the point of consequence now. Yeah. Um, it's funny how much it encourages me. So I will keep you posted. There will be some stuff with Power World. I'd love to do it with some of the lovely people here as well. Uh, whoever's keen. I, I know Christian has said that he can't possibly get addicted to another game, so I will not tempt you. 
It's mean. I uh, do not have much money at the moment, and I'm already too addicted to uh, competitive online games, uh, which have grinding, ladders, league, Dota, stuff like that. I I don't have time. (laughs) Fair enough. It's early access, so there's loads of time to play the game when it comes out for release. It's going to be a a nice slow release, and uh, it sounds like they're they're committed to a pretty big roadmap. I mean, they had like 5 million sales in like a day. So I'd say, I'd say they're committed to a big, a big long roadmap. So, um, yeah, I'll keep, I'll keep everyone posted on, uh, on Power World. I just, I just want to leave it just a, a little bit longer before we start doing stuff with it, just in case. I'm, I'm probably being overcautious, but it is Nintendo. Nintendo! So, um, I think we'll just, we'll just give them a hot minute. Uh, that was the only fun piece of news I have to share. So I think let's jump into the session. Let me do a quick recap and we will get up and running. So, let me do my read. The Tempest Adventuring Guild, a name now legendary across the lands of Nostea, has formed a brand new team. Lyra, Niles, Harry, Ember, and Thrain are delving deep below the earth into the Undertar, into the Underdark, to seek rumors of stone giants taking over territory and arming for war. Now accompanied by Bartholomew and Owlin, taken prisoner by the Dwergar, the team have been searching the Underdark for the village of their Deep Gnome guides that the Deep Gnome guides have come from. During their journey through the vast network of caverns, the team stumbled across a Myconid colony and sought respite from the many dangers of the Underdark. They soon learned that the Myconid colony was in fact under constant threat, their numbers rapidly dwindling. Most recently, a younger Myconid was killed by a group of fish-like creatures called Kuatoa. Offering to assist the Myconids by eliminating this threat, the team decided to head out into the surrounding caverns to hunt down these creatures. During the journey to the ambush site, the team were amazed when Harry revealed a hidden chamber using his recently acquired magic wand. Inside, the team discovered a long-abandoned research outpost of the Society of Brilliance, a group of scholars and mages dedicated to researching and understanding the Underdark. After speaking with the corpse of researcher Davian Hornsorrow using necrotic magic, the team continued on. Following the tracks of the Kuatoa down to the edges of a vast underground lake, the team watched in horror as the Kuatoa village played host to some strange, dark ritual, summoning an octopus-like entity through magic and raw belief. The group sprang into action, taking out a number of the Kuatoa and partially disrupting the ritual. Despite some tense moments, the group were victorious, the last Kuatoa cast into the dark waters of the lake below. Exploring the cavern, the party discovered a large stone mural at the rear of the entrance, sections of stone missing, obscuring the image. Luckily, however, it seemed a number of the Kuatoa were carrying these little sections as talismans, and while Ember, Niles, Lyra, and Bartholomew attempted to repair the mural and decipher the image, Thrain and Harry debated cooking and eating Kuatoa. Uh, initially, uh, <laughs> luckily deciding to abandon uh, this course... With the mural mostly repaired, the image showed the distant past of Nostea, uh, at first as still images and then as an illusionary, moving, almost holographic form when Ember channeled some of his magic into the uh, mural pieces. The party discussed and debated the implications of this mural, understanding that the clue to solving the current events may well lie buried deep in the past. Deciding to make their way back to the Myconid Circle to report the good news about the Kuatoa, we left off as the party emerged from the Zerkwood Forest, once again within the safety of the Myconid Circle. As you walk in through the main gates, we left off last session as the three Sverniblin, the uh, Deep Gnomes, waved excitedly to you, no longer 
suffering from the infection, uh, the infected spores that they had breathed in, a combination of Dream's magic, or Bartholomew's magic, and the Myconid's uh, healing has restored the Deep Gnomes back to what seems to be full health. And as uh, as the gnomes spot you uh, and begin waving excitedly, uh, you can see the Myconid circle as well take notice. The three sovereigns standing to attention in the very middle of the circle, slowly raising their heads, looking towards you. And as the rapport spores floating through the air connect you to the minds of the colony, you hear the overlapping voices of the sovereign once again. You will return. Return at last. What news? News do you have? The, the Kuatoa that were by the lake that we, um, you know, the one that attacked one of your children, um, we've cleared them out now, uh, so... We fulfilled that promise. They shouldn't be an issue for you anymore. The creatures are dead. Dead at last. The circle, circle is safe. Well, um, safe from the fish, guys. Yes, speaking of that, we noticed when we were here your numbers dwindling. A thought that I had as we were walking back here. Um, if several, I'm not sure how many people you can spare or how many of your kind you can spare, would like to go down to the village, you often speak about things being reusable, nature, stuff like that. I wouldn't mind going and protecting a small entourage to raise the bodies of those dead fish folk so that you can use them for more protection, hopefully bounce back from this deluge that your clan is going through. Before the Myconids answer, you feel a hand on your shoulder, Bartholomew. And as you turn and look around, you see Thrain standing there, looking almost a little bit embarrassed. Um, before you offer fish people, we, um, we throw them in lake. Do we throw all of them? He nods and looks at Harry and then looks back at you. <laughs> yes, well, we, threw, we threw all of them in lake. There may still be some some chance, I think, Thrain. We, um, when we did take a look at them, that weird lungworm seems to be full. There were still some bodies floating atop the water. There were. There were bodies still floating in water. I'll connect back telepathically. Um, They may be gone into the depths of the water but there may be some and I don't know about your clan but how often do you come across things that you can create as guards? Often? Often we find bodies. Bodies of the fallen. Some are useful. Some are useful. Others not suited for our purpose. These fish folk, folk, are they strong? Are they quick? Are they nimble? Are they useful? I think what made them useful was their collective beliefs being able to, you know, make creations. Um, that's what I thought though. It's the bodies definitely have to be dead in order for you to use them, right? To make 
one of us, one of us, a spore servant part of the circle. We must have fresh meat. Meat. Oh. Does the meat have to be dead? I mean, yes. I mean, a lump life would... can give death. Death to life. Life to death. A shame you don't have really good poison. I mean, that lungworm would probably be a really good protector if you ever wanted to set up shop down by the lake. Don't know how your spores would fare in more of an aquatic sense. Uh, are you affected by water, your spores and whatnot? Do they travel through liquid? Our spores collect on the surface, the surface of liquids. Tension barrier to our spores. To our spores, they are stuck. Hmm. That could be a little bit of a problem then, Lyra. But water flows. Water moves. Carries spores elsewhere. If this circle were to fail, fail, the spores would grow again. Oh. Well, maybe not then. Maybe that's, that's a good idea. Ah. Spores on water can be consumed and... You know, a new host, even if the water itself isn't the greatest host, the stuff that then becomes in a different host could be. The three sovereigns merely turn towards you, softly glowing eyes, unblinking, unmoving, as they focus <clears throat> their attention on you, Lyra. You would know that, Lyra. You're quite the expert. And I just gesture to the various mushrooms <laughs> growing on your armor. <laughs> oh, Tim's still with us and he hasn't attacked us yet. As Tim then like slowly moves over towards you. And I swear, I think he's getting better at waltzing, if you ask me. Yeah. And the kazoo. Um, <laughs> I'm guessing uh, sovereigns. Uh, are we still speaking, by the way, um, I might have missed it in the introduction. Are you can speak, speak out loud if you want. The the, the rapport spores carry the thoughts regardless. Because well, like to think mm, you have to direct. Your no, mind. not that. Like um, what I was checking. Are we speaking to them face to face, or are we speaking to them through the um? Oh yeah. Because I remember, no, I remember no. the last thing I saw was us arriving to the hook. Yeah, the Hokara was uh, was outside the gate, stalking the Zerkwood Forest, looking for enemies. When you approached it recognized you as a friend of the circle and you were brought inside the the last thing we did at the end of last session was as you as you walked into the the center of the the myconid circle essentially an enormous clearing uh, underneath this overhanging cliff face uh, jagged stone rocks above there's a, a a section slightly lowered down where the sovereigns uh, have made their home and that's okay. where the uh, the three sverniblin were as well is there anything of importance down here? Like, not wanting to steal, but just um, curiosity yeah. of other peoples and races. Bartholomew's always keen on learning about other cultures. I guess probably something that's um, inherently been uh, borrowed, bored into him from his dad. Would you like to make me a perception or investigation check while you do that? Niles, you got a question? Yeah, I do have a question. Um, I would like to see if, like, so... I don't think Niles' understanding of Mykonids would be very high, considering this is probably the first time he's seen them, but I, I think Niles would probably just be curious as to like whether or not it's normal for there to be three sovereigns mm. in a circle. Would you like to make me a nature check, please, Niles? Absolutely. Uh, I only got a four, looking around. Uh, four for Bartholomew. I mean, I, the problem isn't that there's not things to look at, 
The problem is the overabundance of things to look at. There are huge fungi growing on every surface, fruiting bodies of a million different species. Um, you can see there's barrels, these large stalks that have been carved and turned into barrels, probably stalks of zirkwood or, or maybe even a different type of fungus. Um, it looks almost naturally grown, maybe some type of barrel stalk. D&D good at naming things. Um, as you as you see, like, and they're being carried around by some of the spore servants, uh, a few duragar, uh, a few sverniblin spore servants, uh, one or two drow, carrying around these barrels and moving them from different locations. Um, there are these large uh, fruiting bodies of, of fungus growing up, creating these like beautiful archways above the uh, above the circle that are slowly dripping spores. Essentially, just this soft, almost like a snow of spores slowly falling down. And underneath, you can see tiny little squirming mycelium rising up, pulling in the spores and taking them below into the soil. Um, there's so much to see that kind of draws the eye of, of yeah. Bartholomew. It's, it's hard to stay on top of, of just one thing. Beautiful. Niles, the five, stunning, alien, but very, very beautiful. Um, five for nature check. Ah, yeah, I don't know. Most, most, most. Um... <laughs> Our brothers, hoot, hoot. <laughs> <laughs> Four and a five. We have no idea. Um, no, I mean, if you think about if this is like, so uh, let, let me, let me talk through Niles' sub- subconscious. So, the uh, word sovereign implies some sort of king or monarch. Yeah. The Arakoka and Owlin have never had a king or a monarch, as far as as far as your history goes back. I mean, even even your your records from your time in the Plain of Air, which is where both the Owlin and Arakoka came from from Mustaya, but they they all were from the Plain of Air. There hadn't been a king or a monarch. It's always been more of a spiritual role, not one that that lords over the others, but one that guides and provides mm-hmm. wisdom and knowledge and experience. Um, but you know that you know that some of these people, humans, some humans have kings. The whole Ocean Empire is essentially an enormous uh, conglomeration of, of various different races, uh, ruled over by a uh, what is now a council, but never didn't used to be. You know, it used to be an empire ruled by an emperor a very long oh. time ago. So, I mean, maybe you could have three. Ocean has five at the moment. It's a council of five that that rule the empire. So maybe three's fine. Could yeah. be. Maybe it's common. You don't know. Hard to say. I, I, I like think of this all through. I like to think that our, like Niles is putting this all together on the yeah. spot, and then just comes to the conclusion that he just kind of shrugs. He's just kind of like, eh? well, because like even even they rolled a five. The five's just to figure out if this is normal for for Mike and it's. But like, I, I love the idea of kind of giving it to you in your in with Niles' subconscious. Like, what is it like on the surface? Oh well, yeah, it is, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah, probably yeah. like this on the surface. It's probably like this underground. How different Check is it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Nah, it doesn't seem that weird. I know the Underdark Underdark is dangerous, but I will bring up to the Sovereigns as all of us are sort of sitting here, a couple of us looking around the conversation, um, finishing for a moment. Mm. Uh, Sovereigns, now that the fish folk are quelled for now, um, as we take out the entire clan, so they shouldn't be coming back. Do you still need the hook horror on defense? This isn't me checking whether we can borrow it yet. I'm, I don't think we plan on leaving right now. Uh, but is there anything else that it is defending you from? The hook horror, as you call it. Call it by name. It is our most valuable guard. Guards against all. Its presence alone is enough to scare 
scare away, scare away intruders. We would have to be very confident, confident in our protection, to let it wander far from the circle. Oh no, I just also mean we saw it out in the, the forest, uh, the area surrounding the village. I thought maybe there was something else other than the fish folk that you were all worried about. I mentioned that because we did notice some um, serpentine marks as we were arriving here. Maybe another predator? Marks. marks of large creature. Describe these marks. We wish to understand. Understand what you have seen. Uh... I don't know what's down here on the surface world. It would be things akin to a, a snake, but much, much larger. I've heard of even giant, giant snakes, giant constrictors, but even those don't compare to the, I guess, gullies that we were seeing being left behind. From my memory, were these things when this was way back when I actually first met um, the Tempest Adventuring yeah, yeah. Party? Uh, were, were these like 10 feet wide 15, 20, 50 yeah we're talking like 45, 50 feet diameter tunnels okay. spiral tunnel digging straight down into the earth it's the tunnel that the uh, Tempest Guild walked down to actually get to the Underdark okay and we saw more of those more marks and, uh, as if that area was like a like a traveling place, like yeah, a waterfall. You or did, this you, at the time, you very wisely had a look to see how old they were. I don't. I think it might have been actually, might have even been Ember who asked to see how old they were. Or maybe Lyra. I do. I get a sense it was one of you two asked to like how how old are these tracks, and they were old. It wasn't. It wasn't a new excavation. Okay. This had been dug a long time ago. Well, months or years. Even if I know a lot, I don't know everything about the Underdark. So, hopefully, learning about another predator, I'll, I'll explain. Yeah, about. About 50-ish feet wide, um, a, a circular-bodied creature that, even if it's not deadly, was definitely ginormous enough to be dangerous, even if it doesn't mean to be. I just thought a few guys are keeping an eye out for it. Maybe we should as well. I thought that might be where the hook horror was walking around. The hook horror is for creatures, figures we have seen, seen lurking in the shadows, they come close to the circle. Five of them close to the circle. We do not know what they want. Drow, we think. Oh. I see. The Hukara is to keep them at bay. At bay. For they are hard to see. When someone did see them, do you know what they looked like? Drow seeking refuge here. Zaylen, she saw them. She told us to have protection. Figures dressed in chitin armor. Chitin, like dark painted armor. Okay. So that checks out. This creature you describe, you describe. May we see through your eyes, your eyes. Uh, sure, I'll um, I'll try. Unless they're doing something else, I'll just try remembering back to the, the moment. As you try and call it to your surface thoughts, Bartholomew, 
to, to hold the image in your mind of the tunnels. Uh, could I get you to make me a wisdom saving throw, please? Um, yeah, sure. I'll, if this is for, like, them pushing into my subconscious... It's more for how your mind responds oh, to the okay. feeling of something so alien, so different. Like, this is this is the, the Mykonid circle, the Sovereign circle, connecting with your mind directly. I just want to see how well you handle it. Yeah, look, I'm not that wise. That's a five. Uh, <laughs> as as you feel what can only be described as a vast ocean, almost like the waters of the Dark Lake itself, still and calm, and you feel your mind plunging deep within it, cold and warm all at once, wrapping around you, as you see eyes open in the blackness, the glowing eyes of the Myconids. One, then two, then three, then seven, then twelve, then hundreds, as you feel the entire weight of the Myconid hive mind suddenly pressed against your own. You try to recall and hold on to this image of the, the, the tracks that you saw, the large tunnels carved by this creature, but you're having trouble even remembering who you are as you feel the lives and minds of hundreds, thousands of individuals, those who have lived and died many, many times over and over again. And as you suddenly come back to yourself, as the sovereigns pull away, you feel yourself slowly falling backwards as Thrain, who was standing right behind you <laughs> from before, goes, whoa there, <laughs> grabs you and steadies you for a moment. Okay, that was uh, different. I um I, I see I see Bartholomew struggle with his mind and I sort of say ha ah, easy there brother but um it seems your mind is still needs some training um perhaps I can assist uh, perhaps they can see through my eyes but I don't know if they have uh, well, I did see the tracks might have me have a little bit more luck seeing through mine um oh. if if uh, I'm part mushroom oh. on my father's side. <laughs> <laughs> uh, could, I I please, could I please get a wisdom saving throw from anyone who wants to open up their minds to the mic and its sovereigns? Sure. 21, Lyra! That does seem appropriate, Ooh. though. That does that does check out. <laughs> Ember, that's an 8. <laughs> not that much better. Yep. It's not bad. 17 from Nars. Okay, let's do Ember first. Ember, exactly what I described for Bartholomew. This feeling of immense identity millions of personalities all of the myconids who have ever been born who have ever died stored almost in like a hive consciousness this yeah this this entire network of minds all thinking and feeling at the same time is just overwhelming and as you come back out of it you don't quite sort of collapse a little bit as, as Bartholomew started to do but as you pull your mind back you feel flicker on your shoulder wrap around close uh, nuzzling up against you with her feathers trying to keep you warm as you suddenly feel a chill settle in, shivers run, running across your body. Niles and Lyra, as you open your minds up, you don't fall into the dark waters. You float on their surface, knowing not to immerse yourselves in the mind, just a light touch. And as you peer into the dark waters and hold the image... Uh, of the tracks in your mind, the image of the tunnels carved by this this ancient creature that travelled through here long ago. You see, in turn, reflected in the water, an enormous shape 
rising out of the darkness, interlocking plates of chitin. This creature is hundreds of feet long. As it stretches back, you can see an enormous, long, armored body. Dark purple, coloring the chitin. Sections where it reflects the light, shimmering this incandescent green over the surface of the purple. And as the body spins around and the head rises, you see this enormous mouth with two sets of huge mandibles clicking into place, burrowing through the rock, consuming it as it eats it whole. And then as you begin to break contact, Niles, Lyra, you feel a resonance with the Myconids, a sense of kinship. And as you do so, you feel something within you, something that you'd only been subconsciously aware of, a presence that's been with you since the Feywild. Open its eyes with the other Myconids the dark waters and as you look down at your chest you see glowing from within you these two glowing myconid eyes painted across you (coughs) around you everyone sees this you watch as swampy Lyra's uh, what's it called sorry it's not a spore servant it's a um, Um, it's like a spore protector or a spore guardian uh, symbolic entity symbolic entity you watch yeah. as Swampy slowly begins to grow from the mycelium tissue in uh, Lyra's chitin armor, but not in his usual shape. You watch as pulling itself free from Lyra, one arm taking on this almost like mushroom lichen-like appearance, and then another arm. And then as it slowly pulls its head back, Lyra, you feel those eyes fade, and all of you watch as Swampy's eyes open for the first time glowing Whoa! and as it slowly turns towards the sovereigns it opens its mouth in almost what looks like a wordless scream <laughs> soundless Lyra you feel your focus being pulled as all of the myconid attention the entire colony is focused on this entity As you open your eyes, you see Swampy pulling itself free from you, looking almost like a reflection of you, overgrown with mushrooms, covered in lichen. And as it turns towards you and looks at you, it reaches out a hand, places it very gently on your cheek, and then crumbles to dust. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) I think Lyra says that out loud. (laughs) Yeah, fair. Wait, yeah. all of Swampy crumbles to dust? All of Swampy crumbles to dust, Did crumbling Swampy back into spores. Like, like, you've, no, like you've seen Swampy do every time oh. he's uh, de-summoned. Oh. Sorry. I've never seen this. <laughs> it just looked like Swampy's like, oh. sentience death. Every time, every, time Swampy, every time Swampy's banished, he crumbles back into almost like this um, mushroom power, Has essentially. Bartholomew seen Swampy? Have you summoned him in the Kuwatoa the Yeah, he, yeah, you did, yeah. Uh, <laughs> before the Kuwatoa Yeah, but I didn't uh, see him get summoned. He was kind of just gone one day. Or like, well, yeah, not just in minutes. He just sort of, you know. Yeah. Was away. Uh, is, uh, is everything okay? Did that thing just die? What was that? Is the, you're saying buddy? Uh, is that Tim you... too? Actually, is Tim just his normal Tim self? Tim's just fine. He's just standing there looking. <laughs> were, those, were those glowing eyes also on Niles as well? No. 
only on Lyra. Uh, only on Lyra. Okay, I was going to say, that was crazy. As, okay. as you sort of had this reaction, all of you sort of surprised turn around looking at, at Swampy, where Swampy was, you watch as the three sovereigns step forward as one, their hands cupping the almost like ash that Swampy leaves behind. And as it runs through their fingers, they pause and look up to you, Lyra. We thought there was a sovereign, sovereign here, but it is not. It is not. It is you. And then all at once, all three speak. What are you? Are you a sovereign? As they look at you, Lyra. (laughs) I'm what? I mean, uh, this body was, I guess, artificially created, if you, you know, put it that way. Uh, Not what you call yourself. Yourself, what you are. There is something of the Myconid about you. About you. Wait, didn't you mention that you had roots also in the Feywilds? Spores carried, carried from the twilight woods long ago. Cracks, portals, gateways opened. We came through. Well, before I was pulled back here to this realm, I was also, I guess, in the Feywild and came here through non-normal means, I guess. I mean... If it feels familiar, maybe it sort of just feels like your old home from way, way, way back when. This is not familiar. Familiar. This feels you. This feels me. Can she, uh, can I pull Swampy back again? Oh, yeah. yeah. As you do so, you watch as Swampy rises larger than before the glowing eye is still there still looking a little bit similar to you Lyra a bit more humanoid in appearance and as Swampy emerges from you almost growing out of your back pulling itself free its arm pulling itself out of your hand almost like it is (laughs) almost as like it's almost like it's within you at all times as it pulls itself free and steps in front of you you watch as it holds out its hand and a staff matching yours grows and it slams it down in front and takes a defensive stance in front of you glowing eyes looking across at each of the figures in the glade I will never get used to this this is this is different no, this, this is new for me too don't worry mm. I think yeah, I just sort of pat Swampy on the shoulder and just be like no need to be tense these guys are friends still Swampy does not respond I guess you, it sound, you know, something felt sovereign, you were saying? What does that even mean? Feels like one of us, one of us, a mind. So, but it is not. It is not one of us. It is something different. Something is it, new. Could it be similar to the Cory in a way. I mean, that's in the same way that your minds are linked and then linked to others, the Cory's sort of a, a linked mind in a way. I mean... We do not know this word you speak, this word you use, Cory. 
two souls, one body. The Mycanids will sort of look shrugging, confused, and you sense confusion through the rapport spore link. Lyra's probably just as confused. She's like, I really should have asked Shana more about this. But, uh, yeah, I think Lyra's just uh, completely and utterly stumped. Like, you know, she doesn't really have answers for them, but just sort of files it away in the back of her mind. It's like, things I need to ask Shana about later. Um, Sovereigns, we aren't sure... One moment, I know that I'm still collected, connected telepathically, but again, uh, Bartholomew is not uh, <laughs> quick enough to think of the, the fact they're just going to listen in anyway. I'll, uh, everyone, I'll look, turn back to those uh, near me. I really don't feel comfortable now taking the hook horror, even though I convinced them to agree to the deal. Is there any chance that we could hunt something strong nearby to replace. It sounds like it's more than just a wall, but like a a figure, um, a, a figurehead almost uh, that scares sm- smaller creatures away. I mean, could we maybe? I mean, how difficult are hook horrors to fight? I mean, I'm, I've never fought one before, so I have no idea if this is, you know, a absolutely ludicrous idea. Well, but if we Kill one, bring it back, ask them to make it into a hook horror spory dude. But Bartholomew is the expert on this. Uh, or we could ask the gnomes if they know of any creatures nearby that might be able to be hunted down. But yes, have you have you encountered any hook horrors before in your time down I've here? Or did you the... keep a distance? I've most likely, um, I've never encountered any myself, but I have heard Durugar that often spoke about boasting that they um, had taken them on in combat. My expectations in comparison to the surface world would be akin to um i guess with our home uh niles a, a giant eagle very dangerous but capable with a group Ooh, yes um that could be a bit troublesome um they, they can't fly um, they're, they're hook arms they're not they're not birds even though they kind of look like oh. a large penguin no it's um it's more akin to um just their their dangerousness we would need to be careful but as a group i think we could I just didn't want to... The reason I'm asking all of you, and Lyra, thank you for being so um, eager to, to help. Obviously, this is my idea, and I didn't want to force all of you to fight something that is life-threatening uh, unless you're all okay with it. Hmm. Um, well, I'm sure Thrain here won't mind fighting something large. Um, it would be a good test of his strength. Look, you see Thrain has actually taken a seat over on one of the rocks towards the side of the circle, sharpening his axe, looking almost a bit lost. Yeah. Thoughtful. You're, um, well, you're all an adventuring party. Um, I guess this would be akin to a side quest if we wanted to do it. My, um, my thought process is either we do this or I would most likely take back the offer and would refute the, the hook horror. I know the defense is handy, but something handy for us is life-saving for these Mykonids. I didn't realize that until the Sovereigns mentioned that. The Hmm. way that I see it, I mean, if we, you know, go see if we can take down a Hukara of our own, uh, bring the body back here, 
see if we can, you know, get them to reanimate it for us. And then, you know, we have it help us out with whatever it was that you wanted it to help us out with. And then we can offer to give it back to them afterwards. They was, get a win. You know, I agree 100%. My, my thoughts for the hook horror originally was just, we were already sticking our neck out for the uh, sovereigns. Um, I, I, trade um something of recompense on our side and looking at the size of the hook horror a bodyguard in a place as dangerous as this is always handy um but i i don't feel comfortable taking a bodyguard for us if it's going to leave the sole prime defender of this place defenseless yeah obviously the sovereigns are sort of like there's not really a private conversation in a micated <laughs> circle with repose boys, it's not really yeah. possible. There is a pause as the sovereigns have been sort of like not deliberately listening, but they can't help but <laughs> can't help but hear. <laughs> There's a pause, and then you hear in your minds, there might be another way. Another way. Oh shit! That's right. Um, I'm so sorry. Uh, I guess I wasn't speaking bad anyway. I didn't mean to keep you excluded. Um. Another way? You little sovereign. Little sovereign. As they point at you, Lyra. <laughs> Spores that animate. That animate must be given fresh. Given fresh. But if you are like us, like sovereigns, can carry, can carry safely we could gift you some of our spores, some of our spores to reanimate, to give life. If you could contain them. Contain them. How oh, are they contained? They hold up they their hands like and you watch as their hands, the plates of mushrooms slowly begin to split open, revealing a network of dense mycelium underneath the flesh almost softly glowing blue-white spores kept fresh and safe within. And as one slowly pulls off in the wind and floats towards the ground, by the time it touches the ground, the glow fades and you watch as the spore dies. So we, we would not need to even worry about finding something nearby, bring its body back and spend all that time to do it. We could simply just find something worthy along the way and raise it as a on the road, bodyguard. If you can contain our spores, if you can hold life, then you can bring life to death. Life to death. So Lyra's tossing up what's the better option is she's not sure if she's got that living mycelium thing in her head. Like she's just sort of like staring at like the hand that already has a stone embedded in it, staring at the other hand that seems like a normal hand to her. Mm. And then start staring at her quarter staff that is just continuously sprouting mushroom bodies. And she's like, Would this be a suitable container? Like, how do you do the party mushroom thing? This staff, this stave is wood. Wood cannot hold our spores. Only flesh, only flesh can hold life. Oh. Gingerly holds out her hand, the one that doesn't have the stone in it. <laughs> okay, that's good to know. Thank you. You watch as the largest of the sovereigns, the enormously uh, 
bulky, stocky, muscular one reaches forward and very gently takes your hand, covering it with its enormous three-fingered, um, almost like a paw with uh, massive, massive, like fungal claws. As it does so, Lyra, it places his other hand underneath, and then the other two sovereigns. The smallest one reaches underneath, places its hands above on the underside of the large sovereign's hands, and then the tall, willowy one places its hand on top. And then you feel a low hum, three-part harmony, begin to softly rise from the sovereigns. Reverberating in your chests, all of you feel this as much as hear it, as it echoes through a circle. All of the spore servants stop what they're doing, freeze in place, as the other Myconids slowly raise their hands and begin humming along to music. Soft and mournful begins to fill the glade. Lyra, as it does so, you feel a sharp pain in your hand. Could I get you to please roll me? A charisma. No, sorry. No, it is a wisdom. A wisdom saving throw, please. <laughs> you had me worried there when you said charisma. You've been given advantage by chat for this. Donut oh, Undercover yeah. has gifted you advantage. That is incredible timing. Huge. That is exceptional. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. Um, dirty 20 is definitely enough. As you feel this sharp pain stab into your hand, there's a moment of burning pain spreading up your arm, followed by this intense cold, almost as if your arm itself is having the life drained from it. And then, just as that feeling arose, suddenly it begins to slow. And you watch as Swampy, seeing the threat, runs towards you, but doesn't attack the sovereigns. Instead, Swampy reaches forward a hand and places it over the hands of the sovereigns and then with his other hand it reaches up gently touches your face again and then swampy begins to melt back into you dissolving and as it does so all of you watch as lyra's eyes begin to glow like those of the myconids swampy fades back into her around your feet small mushrooms begin to grow mycelium spreading out growing across the ground cracking the stone with its speed and then just as suddenly as it began mycelium stops withers and dies in a circle around you Lyra and as the sovereigns pull their hands away your left arm the flesh from your fingertips up to your forearm is a dull grey a life having been completely drained from it but then you watch as the colour slowly begins to fade back as the blood begins to return and as it does so, as you look at your hand, Lyra, you see a gap in the skin. Tiny cut right in the very centre of your palm. And as you look, you see tiny mycelium strands wiggling just below the surface as the cut seals closed. Weird yes. clone, baby. Just a little Whoa. bit disconcerting. Uh, Have we seen you. Lyra bleed? No, I don't think you have. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think anyone's seen Lyra breed. No, a lot of the previous fights like didn't even take any damage. Yeah, this is a new one. <laughs> you're gonna like a, uh, we're gonna cut you up, and it's just gonna be more and more layers of mushroom. You're a, you're an 
a Shrek inside, just layers upon layers. Mm-hmm. Mushroom Shrek. N- Niles is looking on like in kind of like in horror, but also in like fascination. This That's is like, fair. yeah. It's like, it's like you know how you're like watching. It's like watching a, a car, like, a, like a train wreck. It's kind of just like, ugh. Ooh. <laughs> oh. So ah, a vessel for our spores, our spores. But you are not a complete one. You are little, small sovereign, young sovereign. We could only contain enough for one reanimation, one life within you. Use it wisely. I will. Thank you. Um, just to be clear, so I use it just by putting the spores on whatever dead thing we want to animate? Place your hand upon its skin, upon its flesh, and life will grow again. Are there any limitations on type of creature... You are only a small sovereign. Your spores are young. Something larger, too large. Spores will not reanimate all of it, only a part. Dumb sovereigns, I wanted to raise a purple worm. (laughs) There there goes my dragon plan, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, elder dragon, play, let's go. Kill Hadar, raise Hadar, have him as like a little baby follower. Cool. (laughs) Could be cool. Uh, thank you. Um, do you guys need any other help with anything before we go off to... What are we doing again? <laughs> uh, well, I think if we're not needing to get them a follower, um, our journey... I'll look over towards the, the gnomes. Um, maybe in the direction of where we were wanting to head previously. Um, Linden Stone, and maybe just a quick stop over there as we then continue on to the the furnace mines. What about uh, what about Zaylin though? We did say that we would help her out. Yes, yes. Maybe a quick chat with her before we leave here. She might even want to come along with us the same way that I have. Harry oh, gonna... slowly raises a paw. Oh, oh Harry, yes. How how are you doing down there? Oh, I'm good. Just been watching Lyra turn into a mushroom more yeah me too that's been rather horrifying um yeah, it's but also weird. quite fascinating i mean it, 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 it seems like a good thing for Lyra. I'm, I'm i'm happy for her harry good just job, sort of shrugs <laughs> i hate the term that undercover just came up with Lyra incubator Lyra incubator <laughs> um I, I was just thinking I, I was just having a bit of sorry no harry's kiwi i, I was thinking right so like, we, we, we gotta leave the circle at some point. Zaylin wants yes. to leave the circle at some point. Uh, the, the Sovereigns mentioned something about some, like, shadowy figures moving about, you know, or creepy-like. I was wondering if maybe if you lot all moved off making a lot of noise and drawing their attention, maybe I could sneak off with Zaylin and keep her safe for a little bit and then I uh, catch up with the rest of you. Well, once you've gotten some more food, um, with that lovely little... British boy's accent. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Yes, it's too much halfway. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. It's just, it's just, I don't know what happened. I know. I just lost it. I was like, nah, I'm not stopping. Just carry on. Thanks for calling it out, though. Almost got away with it. What for you meddling kids? It sounds like a good plan to me, Harry. 
I mean, uh, if I... you can convince... Oh, sorry. No, no, oh, just no. going to say probably try and convince uh, Zaylin, but I doubt she'd yeah, be too I'm... upset about it. I was going to say, the Zaylin seemed to think that these uh, assassins were pretty pretty strong. Um, if you can convince her to go with you and leave the circle, that would be... Well, that would be a plus. Um, would you would you stay down in the Underdark or would you return to the surface? Uh, well, she said Zaylin she wanted might... to go up to the surface, so I guess I could try to take her up there and then come back and meet up with you guys. That could be good. Um, you could take her back to the to the Tempest Guild. Um, not that you've actually been to our guild. Um, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sorry, yeah, has been. No, I don't think so. Yeah, because Larry threatened to cut off his hands if he stole anything from him. No, oh, you, no, that was the ship. That was on the ship. That was on the ship. He had to go back to the. I don't think you guys made a stop over in Oxenfurt, did you? I think he just. No, we, we, we didn't stop at Oxenfurt. No, because he no, you did. You definitely did. Sorry, I'm having a Oh, we did. You definitely did. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, you definitely. Sorry, we did. It was very brief. But That's yeah, what we no, found about the magic tattoos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had that interlude. Um. Yep. Oh, you could take it back to Oxenfurt. Yeah, I could do that. Would be good. Got some items as, I need to pawn off when I get there. As we're talking, um, uh, I did want to see, uh, as I'm not super confident on the way back myself personally, if um, Rope, um, what's what's his name? The the gnome. The, Noose. <laughs> uh, Noose. That's it. Um, if um, if Noose has any sort of a look when I mentioned going back to the. The furnace workshops. Yeah, um, the three gnomes sort of watching you interact with the sovereigns. They seem to be keeping their distance a little bit from the sovereigns themselves, looking around at the spore servants with a mixture of, I'd say, probably horror and confusion. Right, because there are some Sverniblin spore servants walking around within the circle, working for the Mykonids, and you can see the the Sverniblin are a little bit like a little bit unsure about it as they look around, like. Clearly, clearly more comfortable with it than than any surface dweller would be if this was like uh, equivalent with humans or, or halflings. But yeah, seems like they're not keen to mess with sovereign business. I would say is the okay. best way to put it. But yeah, you can see and them then... both sort of sitting over there talking. Uh, sorry, all three of them sitting over there talking. Um, Gook, the the young female who looks like she's probably in like a twenties if she was a human, munching away on a loaf of uh, some sort of uh, some sort of bread like product. Um, Gobbledy and uh, and Noose sort of talking rapidly, uh, occasionally looking over at the, the six of you in a little bit of confusion and um, pointing uh, out the gates. Okay, so Noose has obviously wouldn't have ever heard then me mentioning. No, the, you don't um... get the sense that their focus and attention is on you. Okay, no problem. Um, well, with all of us deciding what to do, the Swift Noblemen would know how to get back to Blindenstone. Do we? still want to help them they came to the surface to collect all of you fairly easily on their own i guess the only reason to go there rather than straight to the giants is if we wanted to help with whatever sickness seems to be befalling their um their people uh, i think we owe it to the to these gnomes that's almost died to get our assistance and I believe that their ish that their uh, that their conflict seemed to be aligned with our own objectives the, they said that the Duragar have been on the attack which seems to line up with the movement around the stone giants so 
it could be a two birds one stone sort of situation perhaps if we if we if we played this out right two gnomes one stone giant oh hoot 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 uh <laughs> um okay uh in that case with us sort of having a plan of what we want to do um well if did we want to spend i guess one rest here it's, it's hard to tell the difference between day and um, night one rest and then leave tomorrow I think that's wise. I mean, I'm probably fine, but I've got pretty much no spell slots left, so I need to than that before I get uh, some magical power back. But I equally feel exhausted. Mm-hmm. Yes, a rest, I think, is in order after our events down in the depths. Uh, I think that would be wise. And then go help us, Navit. Snivit. My, my tongue cannot pronounce that word. Uh, Nibblin. <laughs> if you say it in the Scottish accent, it just makes more sense. Um, the Nibblin bros. Okay. Well, I guess if the sovereigns need nothing more of us, uh, I know that all of you had been meeting them, but I'm obviously on, I would like to think, friendly rapport with Noose. I, I don't mind letting the, the gnomes know our plan, and we can all head back to the patch of dirt that our fire is at not really a, a room I guess um, <laughs> unless there's anything else you no. all had to do here Lyra, do you have any more weird bits of light to eat with your skin I don't think so also are my eyes still glowing they felt like they were glowing before oh they were definitely glowing um, are they still I glowing guess- DM no, no, they, they died off as the, as uh, the Sovereign's Yeah, Lyra, right. they're, they're still glowing. It's weird. Oh, fuck. That's going to be really hard to hide in the dark, especially since we're in the Underdark. <laughs> yes, good luck with that. But yes, also, that was rather bold of you. Um, are you sure you're okay with that? That's, uh, well, I guess it's too late now. Uh. Yeah, I mean, also in the grand scheme of things, you know, in this short, what, two weeks has it been that since we've all been traveling together? Uh, we've had stones embedded in our hands we've talked with gosh knows how many giants uh yes we're really good at contracting things yes i that is a worry i should i guess hmm i don't know how i feel about this i would like to keep my body parts i'll put my hand on niles's shoulder well i've contracted some friendship Aww. oh <laughs> That's sweet. <laughs> oh, that's gross. As Harry tries to wash his hands off. <laughs> I didn't step I'll in it, did over. I? As he looks around. I'll, uh, I'll head over to, to Noose with a small wave to everyone um, mm-hmm. to um, inform the gnomes. I don't really think it's a super important conversation, unless they want to tell me what they've been talking about, but I'm just going to let them know that our plan is to guide them and um, see what's happening with the Durugar and... Because uh, uh, they were here to help the Tempest Guild with what again they were here to let the tempest guild know that the giants had been taking slaves that the, st- the stone giants were moving they there'd been um, messages sent out to try and help locate the giants and okay. the niblin responded and said like hey the stone giants are here and they're fucking everything up please help okay well i'll, I'll let them know that's the little plan but yeah. prior that we're going to see if we can help with this conflict with the duragar and the sickness that they're yeah. tapping to them i'll let them know that 
Yeah, I mean, if you wanted to talk to them, all of you can. They're, they're, they're more than happy to have a bit of a chat. Unless there's other things you guys wanted to do. Let me, let me know. You tell me. I did have some other stuff. I was going to sort of just give them a quick update. Mm. Um, Sweet. And other, other people wanted to join. I, I yeah, was yeah, going yeah. to other than updating the drow as well was the only other thing I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So Harry's going to go over to talk to Zaylin. Did anyone want to go with Harry to talk to Zaylin? Because what we'll do, we can split you guys in half. Some Half you can talk to the gnomes, half you can talk to Zaylin, if you like. Yeah, Lyra will talk to Zaylin. All right, I'll Lyra go talk, talk to, to the gnomes with, with Bart. Perfect. Ember. Tybrick. Um, I, I might go talk to the uh, the gnomes. I just want to uh, try and see if they recognize any of the images that were drawn in the book of the secret caches potentially oh smart very good call simon <laughs> yeah. as ember bartholomew okay. and niles make their way over to the swift nibblin um we'll jump back in with lyra and harry in a moment i think we'll do the swift nibblin first and then we'll talk talk to zaylin oh um, well, I, as we're all sort of starting to walk in different directions Threen um bart thinks of him turns and as he's still sitting down Threen, are you Heading off with them or coming with us? As I'll try to. Uh, no, I just need moments to sharpen axe. You go on. Okay. I will. I will catch up with you later. Well, we'll see you next to the fire soon, and um, I'll throw some rocks. Uh, I I need to redo my strength after that fight with the fish. You you showed me how to um throw properly. Yes, you do not throw properly. I will teach you proper way to throw. Perfect. Yes. Thank you. Yes, perhaps we could uh, get a quick sparring session in too, friend. Perhaps. <laughs> and uh, I guess yeah, the three of us will head over. Perfect. Ember, Bartholomew, and Niles. As the three of you approach the gnomes, you watch as Noose gives you a little wave. Um, as uh, as Gook stands up, rushes forwards, and uh, wraps her arms around the person who's walking in front. Whoever the first person is at the front gets a hug of their knees by this little gnome lady. Um, I'd say probably, probably Bartholomew, seeing as you're striding forwards. Oh. I was thinking because I stopped for three and it might Oh, right. Yeah, to be Emperor uh, Miles. Yeah. I, I was keen to get over there to ask him about the... Uh... Perfect. As you as you step forward and like go to be like, hello, you just like look down and Gook is wrapped around. She goes, I just wanted to thank you so much for saving my life and um, getting us all cured and, and for, for, for helping out and for like, offering to help us escort us back to our village. There's not many nice people. Oh, anymore. of course we didn't know. We want to take care of you, so uh, we're just glad that you're feeling better. I'm sure everyone else in the, yeah, uh, no, the party feels feeling, the same. We're feeling so much better. Thanks. Thank you so much, guys. As she looks around as the as Niles and, and Bartholomew catch up. Um, oh. At this point, sort of, you watch as Noose kind of like chuckles a bit, walks over, and goes, "Yeah, um, I think we owe you a real debt of gratitude. We were we were in a bit of a tight bind back there, but um, your your magic, whatever you did, put us on the right track, and I think probably you saved our you. lives." How, how are all three of you feeling now? No, we're back to normal. Mike and Iz have cleared out the last of those spores, whatever they were, that, that toxin that we breathed in. It wasn't spores. I should stop calling it spores. Some sort of toxin, a poison that we that we breathed in. Um, apparently it was uh, slowly taking us out. They called it a, ne- a neuro- neurotoxin, something like that. And they said you breathed it in, or you know that you breathed it in? Oh, no, we, we, we knew we'd breathed it in. It burned our lungs as we, as we were breathing. This is while we were trying to escape from the mines. Um, I swear I recognize you. I've seen you before somewhere. As he looks at you, Bartholomew. Is this Noose? Yeah, Noose. I thought me and him caught up when we first met. Yes. Yeah, sorry, memory's a bit 
Foggy, oh, we, he would have been all mind up, didn't we? Uh, <laughs> yes. Oh, sorry, you must have not been in the right state of mind. Everything was probably whacked out. You did feel very optimistic compared to how we were when uh, we were working together. Um, yeah. the, the mines, uh, but not. Well, actually, this thing they constructed, he just said the mines. Is this the mines of Lindenstone, or is this the furnace mines with me? Uh, he's talking about the furnace mines. He was... So they, they escaped oh, the... Oh, they contracted it there. Escaping from the Durga. Oh, the shit. So the Durga and the Stone Giant. So this wasn't at Blindenstone. I had that the complete wrong, wrong way. Oh, around. no. So they... so they, they Yeah, so... I mean, he, he'll share this. No, no, no. We... we I mean, we saw a break. Durga weren't, weren't watching. They were distracted by one of the, the the large stone giants talking to them angrily and getting all upset the stone giant just reached down and brushed one of them aside literally turned him into paste right in front of us so we took that opportunity and we, we ran for it and i see just... sir i didn't realize all three of you i thought that you noose had ran to escaped to Lindenstone and recouped with your kind i thought i didn't realize all three of you were no no we haven't been back that's we we, we came straight to the surface we we, we had a to talk about what we what we thought would be best we, we made a decision and we thought the message getting the message out that there was trouble was more important than, than talking to our family first getting getting back to our village i hope I we made the right decision i think we've made the right decision no no i 100 percent agreed um the the work conditions there weren't the best with management um <laughs> no that's one way of putting it, it was yeah it was awful but yeah no it's 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 good to see you again and thank you for helping us out we, we were in a tough bind really appreciate it no no that's fine um do any three of you i have a rough idea i guess if with this case then ember niles i had it the wrong way around maybe due to my own lack of information we probably don't need to go to blindenstone it sounds like what is happening is everything's connected in in one it's, yes. it's happening at the mines. That, that's what I was under the impression was happening as well. Um, we're we're going to try and head back to our village. I mean, if you did want to accompany us, we can we can guarantee you a, a warm bed and some some good food before you head deeper. And I mean, how far, how far is your uh, your town? Yes, yes. What I'm Probably saying. a day or two's walk from here. I mean, if you're heading back down into the forge mines, uh, you're looking at a two day walk from here. It, it's it's not on the way. But it's not out of the way, if you know what I mean. If you were uh, to take a, a detour through Blindenstone, it's, it's not too I'll, far out of the way. I like look around the Underdark a little bit and go, I think uh, any warm place, comfortable, secure place in the Underdark to rest is, uh, would be a benefit. Um, so I think if it's not too much trouble, uh, maybe resting there on our way to the mines would be, would be wise. I agree, is, I'd need a chance to arm myself properly. You watch as uh, Noose shakes yeah. her head. No, 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 it's, it's no trouble at all. You, you lot, no, no, no. You, you would be welcomed as, as, as honoured guests if you would accompany us to Blindenstone. And I know all of us are, are a bit anxious. I mean, we haven't been back in a long time. I mean, I, I, I was taken outside the village, but I know Gobbledy was actually captured in Blindenstone when the Duragar raided. We don't know how much of the... We don't know how intact the village is, if we're being perfectly honest. No, no, no. No, come on, Gook, I'm sure it's fine, as Noose quickly interjects. No, 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 it, it'll be fine. Blindenstone stood for uh, generations. No, 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 it's, it, it'll be fine. Uh, I'm going I'm to inside check that. Yeah, <laughs> probably a good idea. Yeah. Also, what my, what's my history and knowledge of Blindenstone? Because from memory, 
Uh, out of game, I th Hello. thought it was meant to be much more defense to be so easily raided by Durugar. It it was, yeah, it is. It's it's a it's a large deep gnome. It's it's it, not a stronghold, but as close as the deep gnomes would get to making a stronghold. Yeah. For the Durugar to have like successfully read a, led a raid into Blindenstone is concerning. That is definitely concerning. Blindenstone would be the main um, capital of deep gnomes on Nostea, correct? It'd be one of the largest settlements. They, the the wow. the idea of like a capital city for the Deep Gnomes, they haven't really had one for a very, very long time. The Durugar okay. have led a very, like, like very uh, conscious campaign of essentially using the Deep Gnome as slave labor, and they have continually prevented any large cities from ever falling. Um, okay. The largest settlements would have maybe 200 gnomes in them. Okay. So not no big metropolis of gnomes anymore. There were, the history speak of it, but not since the yeah. Durugar have really actively ramped up their uh okay. other than knowing that it's a fortress I'd, yeah the history check just you know i was to see if i knew things about uh, the, the layers of defense i'm wondering how they yeah. got past them but i probably just know that it's a fortress yeah I, i'd say when you get closer if you want to make a um perception or investigation checking that sort of notice i mean you've come from a military training in some ways a monastic training in, in the martial arts you'd have yeah. some knowledge of fortifications nice no, is that a 21 it is a 21 Noose is lying. Yeah. Not just to her, but to himself. He really, really wants to believe this, that Lindenstone is intact. Yeah. But, you I mean, you saw his face as Gook mm -hmm. explained that Gobbledy had been taken inside the fort itself. Oh, just, bro, his if face they're working with the stone giants, it's probably been fucking rocked. Did you yeah. say that out loud? Liter literally. <laughs> Did you say that out loud? Uh, <laughs> I probably that it was like for, for, even for Christian it was sort of just like a, a realization Bartholomew probably like uh, not wisp, but whispered but like a, uh, a hush that, that sort of like thought for himself yeah could I have a stealth check please <laughs> a subtlety check just want to see yeah subtlety check <laughs> oh, no. my god oh. that be a natural wow <laughs> As you shout out, like, oh, nah, exactly <laughs> as you do, Christian. It's just, oh my god, they're working with the stone giants, dude. They're, they're gone. <laughs> as you just shout that out. You watch as Gook turns towards you. Her large, grey-brown eyes oh. opened wide in sorrow as a tear forms at the edge of her eyes. And she goes, "Oh no, you really think so? Oh no, 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 no." Oh. But, uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's at all. My friend is just exaggerating. My family, I, um, um. You watch as Noose looks at you, shooting daggers. He's like, <laughs> like, wraps an arm around her and goes, no, 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 no. Yeah, they'll, they'll be fine. No, no, no. Blindenstone uh, stood for hundreds of years. It'll be fine. Right? Don't, don't believe Bard. I mean, we, we thought his name was Dream for a long time. We, do, I mean, we don't know what's really happening. Yeah, he, he's a bit confused at the moment. Been down here a bit too long. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. We've I, been down I'm, here our whole lives. Look, Bartholomew has a very low wisdom. Um, reading the room is not an okay thing, even oh, with charisma. Um, being the planner that I am, always assuming the worst. I, Niles, Ember, um, Noose. Is it? really 
worth our time if we go there if the place has actually fallen, as nice as we're trying to be. What if it no longer exists? Oh, I think the place would potentially... I mean, we don't know Dream until... Or Bart, sorry. Until we, until we go, I think it's the best thing to do to take them back and to, as I said, it's on the way. There may be some clues it's, there it's as well. It's mostly on the way. <laughs> she wipes a tear away. I um, I, I just, I just say that there could be some, there could be some clues there. The, if, if, if the city has been attacked in any way, uh, there may be indications there that might, may be able to help us uh, in our, in our, uh, in our upcoming adventures against the Stone Jones. So it could be worthwhile just to see what they employed, what they were able to do to the city, and. Perhaps we can assist if there are any uh, any people there that may need assistance. Gobbledy, the older gnome, who really hasn't spoken very much before, slowly stands from uh, the rock that he's been seated on just a few, sort of maybe five, ten feet away from you guys. Stands up, stretches his back, and wanders on over. Right, Loki. Here's the plan. How to think. This is what we're going to do. We're going to head to Blindenstone. Gook, Blindenstone's probably fine, but we've got to check it. We've got to make sure it's all right. Noose, if it's there, it will have taken a beating. Now, friends, our family, our comrades are going to need us. So there's no, there's no point speculating or arguing over how it is or what condition it may be. We're needed there. The three of us are going back. You lot, big jobs, as he looks up at the three of you. Yep, you're welcome to come with us. What remains of Blindenstone will be as much a home to you as it has been to us. You've done us a great service. Choose not to come with us. That's your choice. We're not going to make you. But we I would appreciate we your help. I think we should go. It won't hurt for us to have somewhere to stay on our way to the mines, and whatever state the city is in, I'm sure we can assist in, in some way. Guke is exaggerating slightly about it's on the way. It's It's... You're adding a day's journey. You're saving yourself half a day to go there partly, but you're going to have to take a whole day. So, so it's a day and a half to get there. It's another whole day from Lindenstone down towards the forge mines. Like the, the route is treacherous for a reason. Like we've we've worked very hard to make that as difficult for the deep gnomes to traverse, uh, for the for the Duragar to traverse as possible, to limit their ability to raid Blindenstone. We're so. We're still able to get uh, some sort of uh, recuperation on the way in, in a relatively safe uh, space. Um, of course. I would, still, I would still take my chances with the city then to camp out in the underdark. We'll send a deep gnome guide with you down towards the forge. It's no, it's no problem. You can do that. I'll take you myself. Okay. Well, I, I understand with that then. I... Just trying to honestly not put any more lives at risk. Um, Gook sniffles and wipes her eyes a little bit. There may be people that need saving, but it's always better in my perspective, even if none of you agree, to protect those that we know can be saved. I see all of you living in front of me, and those are people that I want to keep alive the people at Blindenstone may simply not be there, and then we're risking all of your lives. Okay, uh, Barry, I, I, I can understand. Or oh, Bart, I keep calling you different names. <laughs> <laughs> just um, a dartboard, and you just throw yeah, a dart each time. I'm so sorry, 
Look, I, I know where I, I come from, my town. It's It, it grew out of ashes, quite literally. So, I mean, if I have an opportunity to help these people in their town, I, I understand where you're coming from. I will so be we going with find the furballs there? I mean, the furballs, where I'm from, the ash grove, is, it's a collection of people. I mean, I'm, that's what we call ourselves, the collectives. It's, so you grow yeah. out of the ash, we may find you at Blindenstone? Not, not, not quite as literal, but our power. A lot of what we do and a lot of what we celebrate it comes from the regeneration of life. It may come similar to what the Mykonids do. We, uh, part of our forests, regrow from that uh, that ash. So, I mean, I, I will be going to this town to help them, regardless. So, okay. Be it a half a day out or a week out, I think that's what I'll have to do. I think it would be remiss of the Tempest Guild to turn a blind eye to this plight. Um, I think we owe it to the gnomes to go and at least have a look and see what, what the situation is there. I'm with I'm with Ember. I will accompany these gnomes. Thank you so much. There's a noose pipes back up again. You've, you've, got, you've got brave hearts and we will make sure that you are fed and looked after and you have a, a lovely soft bed if you, if you come in. Like, it, it'll be fine. It's going to be fine. Blinded so it'll be fine. He watches Gobbledy just places a hand on his shoulder and goes, It's not. We'll deal with that too. Eh? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Bard is definitely looking at Ember and Niles um, with interest. Uh, he's uh, in entire childhood was sort of being raised to try to be a, a leader. Um, he's still learning how to do that. Uh, so seeing their perspectives and what, um, I guess, if they're adventurers, heroes do, um, learning from them. And your lessons would, like would have been pragmatic. You would have been taught how to make pragmatic decisions. These two yeah. seem to make not 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 just pragmatic decisions, emotional decisions. Mm. Ones which fly so in the face of logic and reason. To. Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, a lot of their decisions come directly from the heart. What they think is right, what they feel is right. Um, I would like to think that in this moment there is like, like not not necessarily a flash, but there's like, I think Niles in this moment right now that there could be like an element of his teacher shining through a little bit in just the way that he's carrying himself with these gnomes. I don't know if that would give anything away to Bart, but I just think that would be that's that is yeah that is. That's a drill. really good point. I actually will get a history check with advantage from Bartholomew. That is a really good point. Mm. Um, if it's okay, I would like to not roll it because I don't think I'm remembering stuff at the moment. If anything, I feel like Bart feels like one of the sort of like awe-inspired students. He's not thinking about okay. memories yeah. at the moment. I'm probably mm. seeing... Okay. You, what you think is happening right now, Bard is like actually seeing that of just like, wow. Yeah, in that case then, Niles really reminds you of someone. Someone you also looked up to. Someone who um, maybe didn't have a huge amount of time in your life. Maybe maybe um, one, of your, one of your teachers didn't get to spend a lot of time with you, but their lessons did stick and it was a much more emotional, much more, um, let's say sympathetic uh, approach ah. to combat and uh niles clearly spent like th th there's a sense of deja vu as you see niles and hear niles yeah. talking definite okay, sense of deja vu allies niles <laughs> perfect um, anything okay. else you guys wanted to do with the nooms 
Uh, look, um, we can don't have to do this right now, but I would be showing him that book, trying to see if they should do that right now. Yeah, I would really like to do that right now. As you as you yeah. hold open the 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 book that you the the, the journal that you took from um, from the Kuatoa village, the journal of Davian Hornsorrow, and as you show the locations of caches, you watch as the gnome sort of look and go, "Oh, I don't I don't recognize that one." Gobbledy, do you? No, no, that's uh, I don't I don't recognize that piece. Um, hold on. Hey, that does look familiar. I, this one here, the the cave by the waterfall, behind mm-hmm. the the waterfall. I I, I know that fall. It's not Is too it... far from uh, not too far from the uh, Blindenstone. Oh, well, feeds into uh... the the Dark Lake. That waterfall. Like, we actually are going to take the track if I if I was going to lead you down towards the forge, uh, the forge mines. Uh, I, I mean it's. Maybe a, an hour's deviation to take you via the falls. Oh, look! It looks like a beautiful fall. I would love to see it on the way. Hey, not no problem. We we'll, can take you past there if you like. This journal looks like one of those Society of Brilliance. Yeah, the symbol on the front. I knew I recognised it. Did you? Did you bump into one of them? Uh, not so much. It's a, a book that we found. Uh, during our recent uh, trip <laughs> to help the Mykonids. Um It was left behind by someone, I believe. So Aye. we're just Aye. trying to piece together what he has in here and uh, learn a bit more about what the society was doing. Well, you could always ask them if you were looking to return the journal and get your answers. Oh, so you know someone from the society down here? Aye, we, we've traded with their tower many times. Oh, okay. Well, uh, I might have to get you to introduce us to... Is there someone in particular that you would recommend chatting to? Oh, I, I myself haven't gone to the Tower, but um, but Blindenstone and the uh, and the Tower of the uh, Society of Brilliance, or the, the Brilliant Spire, as they've been calling it, uh, were trading goods for years, years and years. Their, their tower is only a very short, uh, maybe half a day's journey from, uh, from Blindenstone. Okay, well, maybe that guide that uh, will come with us can... Uh, uh, send us there as well, or does someone else have an idea? Could I do a history check to see if I remember any, like, mages, warlocks, wizards, sorcerers in the mines, like the furnace yeah. mines? If they're so close to Blindenstone, were they also raided? Yeah. Do you want to give it a definitely a history check? With advantage. He mentions that, like, is the tower still standing? Is it yeah. natural 20? Um, wow. There's no way the tower was half a day's journey from Blindenstone which means it was a day and a half's journey from the forge mines. There's no way that 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 cannot be true. But he seems convinced. Gobbledy seems convinced it was only a very short journey. But the distances don't make sense to you, Bartholomew. There's something else here. Maybe some other way of transporting goods that's a lot quicker than walking. Uh, Well, I do know that um, my family uh, with the Ares Temple is in one of the old abandoned flying cities, maybe down in the Underdark. They have a way of transporting the tower, like a mobile settlement. That's the the main thought that comes to bar, but I'll I'll keep that under wraps for now. Our plan is not really to go to the tower at at the moment. I take them at face value. I think they're (laughs) super close. Awesome, bro. I just, yeah, I just agree. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, sounds good. If you, were, if you were looking to, to trade goods and uh, or if you were looking to return the journal and uh, seek your answers, Society of Brilliance would probably have them. They're a, they're a, god, a good bunch. Rather odd 
bit um bit cracked if you ask me but otherwise good oh well fantastic i mean it would be good to uh to chat with them as well to find out what they've experienced down here but uh i think one thing at a time we'll we'll head to your town and uh, we'll go from there hey sounds like a plan brilliant Alrighty. Let's jump over with Lyra, Harry, and Zaylan. Lyra, as you and Harry make your way over towards the rocky wall of the, uh, the, the cave wall that rises out from the very edge of the Mycenid Circle and then sort of rises over, almost overhanging this large stone, um, almost like a jagged spire overhanging parts of the Mycenid Circle, you can see the, the rocky wall of the cave with the, uh, the rocky wall of the cave wall carved out with these hollowed out sections, very similar to like a honeycomb appearance as it was before. The room where Zaylan had been staying, the cave that Zaylan had been hiding in, you can see the curtains are fully drawn, the lights have been extinguished, and it is dark inside. Uh, I think Lyra just sort of tries to knock on the stone wall next to the curtain, so like, treating it like a dog. Harry like holds up for a second, and as you like go to knock, he goes, oh, oh. just going to say, I don't know if you can knock on curtains. Is that a thing? I was, I was going to say knock knock as I knocked on the stone next to the curtains. <laughs> oh yeah, that oh, that makes sense. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Do you want to do it again? Feeling like a little bit sort of, you know, <laughs> silly. You probably would have gone to knock on the curtains. Using a quarterstaff, she just sort of like knocks twice on like the stone next to it. Just like, uh, sorry to wake you up if you're asleep slash if you're in there or not in there. Are you in there? I am. Enter, please. All right, uh, Harry's with me. It's just Lyra and um, walks through. As you enter in, previously you hadn't actually seen the inside of Zaylan's room. It is pretty sparse. There's not a lot here. A narrow bed laid down with what looks like um, straw. Um, very rough mattress, rough pillow, one cabinet in the far corner with a few personal items that she's currently removing from them and placing on the bed. Uh, and you can see what looks like a carapace-like armor um, set out on the floor next to the bed, her long silver blade still at her side. And as she turns towards you, hands still on the hilt, she nods as both of you enter, looks at you and Harry and goes, right, just the two of you, that's, well, that's a bit easier to handle, isn't it? How'd you go? Yeah. You're still alive, so I assume all has gone well. Kuatogarita are dead, at least the ones that we saw by the Dark Lake. Um, and we did come across a group of assassins that we were wondering if they were the friends of yours that you were hiding if from. you met with the Shadowblades, how are you still alive, all of you? Didn't meet them. I mean, they clearly sort of saw us taking out the Kuatog camp, but even though we were, I mean, probably pretty clearly exhausted from the fight, they decided not to engage. And you saw them how? Oh, that was me. Harry raises a point. Yeah, I saw him. got good eyes. Yeah, got got good bunny eyes. Lots of carrots. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I eat loads of carrots. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I saw him. Creeping about, looking all spooky. Sorry. Do you even could you even see in the dark? No. And yet you spied figures. It's the carrots. They help people. them to see in the dark. <laughs> you spied 
the drow's deadliest assassins, trained from a young age to melt into the shadows, empowered with magic to keep them hidden from unfriendly eyes. You just saw them. Well, who says Harry's unfriendly? Lyra's sort of like staring, starts glaring at Harry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I just got lucky, you know, risked a lot of fighting. I just sort of had a look over. I see him creeping about. Wish I was here right now. <laughs> it's, this yeah, makes no sense. Why would do an insight check on Harry at that? Like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, yeah. you know, unfriendly eyes, and she's like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a fair call. Yeah, yeah. 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 has got all these weird warlocks oh, yeah. going on, and he's apparently just seeing these invisible. I'll be fair. I will roll a deception check for Harry. It's the only fair way to. Uh, alrighty, what's the DC to beat? 11? Yeah. Harry's pretty deceptive. This is going to be an interesting one. Wow, Harry is very deceptive. Dave has built a a character designed to be problematic for you. Plus 7 to deception. Yeah. Um, Plus 6 to inside, I just wrote shit. I I love that, like, (laughs) Harry plays this very, like, oh, I'm just a happy bunny. I'm a happy bunny with a heart of gold. like... (laughs) Lyra. (laughs) I mean... He seems like he's telling the truth. Just, I mean, maybe he just got lucky. I, I guess. I mean, I, I, like, they, they weren't, you know. 17 they, for we were, Wow. We were, we were all like, you know, I mean, the rest of us were all pretty um, engrossed with some stuff that we were looking at. And so, you know, they probably were like, oh, yeah, these guys are all really focused on, like, whatever the hell it is that they're looking at. And Harry's just kind of, like, wandering around being like, oh, what's over here? I'm, I'm sorry, but if... if if you spied the shadow blades, then they wanted you to see them. But the rest of you didn't. It's not like they would have known that only one of you was looking at them. I, I, there's a drow philosopher, Occam, proposed a theory that the simplest answer is often the, the correct one. We call it Occam's razor. The only answer that makes sense to me is that you did just happen to see them somehow which either means they're getting very sloppy or you got very lucky little rabbit I'm pretty good you know got pretty lucky and I'm pretty skilled brushes a bit of fluff off his shoulder (laughs) not wanting to put a counterpoint to my own ally but um we were actually kind of half expecting a ambush on us on the way back because you know the way back you know there's a few very tight passages perfect opportunity i mean it's either... means they didn't know that you had seen them that's why i can only assume that you saw them but why were they watching us realized. in the first place unless they are the most unlucky assassins in the world and just happened to be passing like... No, no, I doubt that sincerely. They've been spying around the edges of the glade here, around the circle, since I fled here. No, I imagine they followed you at a distance to suss out if I was amongst you, if I was hiding in your party, and when they ascertained that I was not, and that you were not a threat to the drow at this point, they came back to their primary target. I doubt all of them went with you. I find it very hard to believe that the entire party travelled just to follow up on the possibility that I was amongst one of your no, I imagine that their numbers were, yeah, st- there were maybe half were sent with you, or maybe just over half to follow you. So you saw about- them. You 
12 here then. protected by magic to keep them hidden from... Well, you know what they say about fortune and fools. Let's Don't not... Don't the in the mouth. Exactly. Let's not... Let's not... Uh, let's write this off as an incredibly lucky coincidence for us. Because that means they've already potentially written you off as a... Uh, as a source of my escape. Or you've piqued their interest, which is far more dangerous for you and far more beneficial for me. So apologies if it is that one. It kind of works out in our favor, kind of being probably the wrong word here, but we were thinking, you mentioned before, and like she's she's talking like a really hushed tone, like, oh, you know, yeah, just yeah. to minimize the chance of being overheard if the drow somehow have ears You can nearby. think in your minds. You don't have to speak out loud. The rapport spores are still oh. all around you. Like, yep. you, don't have to have the, you don't have to have this conversation out loud if you don't want to. But what if they all, if the drow also has the rapport spores? <laughs> I think she's whispering. Like, she's just like, cool. yeah, 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 absolutely. can't rule that out as a fact. That, oh, fair enough. You know, maybe the drow is also friends with them, like, eavesdropping. <laughs> But yeah, um, yeah, so we're, you know, you mentioned that you're wanting to, you know, escape, go to the surface, maybe somewhere safe. Um, we were thinking, I mean, if you were willing and wanting to, like, Harry said that he'd be willing to escort you up to the surface. And if you were looking for a safe place to stay, I mean, you're more than welcome to take refuge in our guild back in Oxenfurt. Tempting offer. Miss Harry, you seem to be able to spy Shadow Blades when they do not wish to be seen. Makes sense that you would be the one to accompany me. We would have to make sure that their attention was focused on the lot of you, though. I would need you to leave first and probably disguise one of you to look a bit more like me. Just draw their attention and get them to follow you away. Let's assume that they don't send their entire number following you. Maybe they send three after you. One to follow myself and Harry when we leave, and being sure that it's us, and then maybe one to stay and watch the glade just in case I am being tricksy and that I haven't left at all. Yes, you're not too far off my height, elf. Perhaps I could maybe disguise you to look more like me, some sort of magic, perhaps. Or I Do could you have give a disguise you some of my clothes. Oh, I don't have many clothes left. Am I really going to give some of my nicer ones up for you? Do you have a disguise kit on hand? Or, Harry, do you have a disguise kit on hand at all? Uh, that's a great question. Let me check Harry's inventory. He might have a disguise because, kit. I mean, oh, with, yeah, a, with a good night's rest, Lyra can uh, suddenly become proficient in disguise kit. <laughs> no, you know, when I was fleeing from my life from the drow, I thought to myself, I'll grab my armor, grab my weapons grab some gold, grab some supplies. Unfortunately, Disguise Kit was not the top of my list on account of them knowing who I was and being able to follow me quite easily. But Harry, yep. wouldn't he have... Do you have a Disguise Kit by any chance? No, I mean, sorry. No, don't, don't carry around a Disguise Kit. It's kind of hard to disguise this beautiful face as he gestures to point. his rabbit face. Yeah. Makeup just sort of like <laughs> falls off the fur. No, I'm... That is a good point. Well, there goes that idea. Um, Magic it is, then. I have access to a spell, Disguise Self. 
And thanks to some of my training, I can imbue the spell into an object. If you were to carry it, it would carry an illusion of me. It would look like me. I would advise that if you are confronted by the Shadow Blades, you quickly dispose of the object to break the illusion. Alright. Uh, so it'll be an illusion of you that's just kind of an illusionary version of you walking around. It's oh, not no, an it illusionary will, version of you over itself. someone else. It'll attach itself oh. to you, and, and so whoever's holding the, the stone can channel magic into it. So I'll do a stone or a stick or a brooch or something else. I could empower the spell within it, and as long as you are holding the item, you can cast, you can channel the spell through it, and you will be able to make yourself look like me. Yeah, well, I mean, if it'll help draw the heat off you and Harry, I mean, makes it safer for you guys, and once you're, you know, safely out of reach of them, hopefully, um... Yeah, I'll dispel it, I guess. Um, Just toss the object away. The magic will wear off and go back to being a normal object again. Sounds good. Great. Um, no follow-up questions, then? I mean, you're not going to hurt Harry or anything, are you? No. Why would I hurt Harry? Because he can see through drow illusions? Yeah, I can see through all illusions. I saw through that illusion in the cave. Sorry, I'm going in British again. Yeah, I saw through the illusion in the cave wall. I saw through the illusion on the on the on the assassins. I can see through all illusions now. I'm, I'm not I'm not going to kill the rabbit because he got a lucky glimpse of some assassins. No, I'm not I'm not going to kill the rabbit. <laughs> all right, that's fair. I mean, she leans in. Uh... Unless unless you want me to. Uh, price on the table. And then she winks and leans back. Yeah. It wasn't no, but... warlock shit, it was the... Okay. If you're <laughs> wanting a way to say thank you, I mean, the guild could probably use a skilled person such as yourself, if you Yes, you've it. mentioned this guild. I am curious. Do seem to be quite a capable bunch, and if you were able to uh, send back sort of evil god back to its own prison plane, I could be tempted. Where are you based? Oxenfurt. I've heard mixed reviews of Oxenfurt. Like but Oxenfurt. I don't know of anywhere else to go, so I'll give it a mm -hmm. go. I mean, hey, it's a good starting point. I suppose it is. I guess Lyra reaches into a bag and pulls out a business card. It's like, <laughs> when you oh, get how, there, how talk quaint. to Mira. Said that I sent you. Mira, right. I'll ask for a Mira. We get bonus points. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Referral nice. bonus. Referral bonus. Yeah. It's a pyramid scheme. <laughs> so I, need I welcome to the downstairs. welcome to the Lost Archives. This is the Tempest MLM. Uh, here's how we function. AKA pyramid scheme. Right. Well, yes, I suppose I could check it out. Nice font. Yeah. Fine. I'll ask for Mira then. Yeah, you don't have to if you don't wanna. But... No, no, I'm rather curious about where your little bunch come from, and if uh, this lot back at Oxenford were the ones who actually sealed away Tiamat, I um, let's just say I'm rather interested in uh, maybe seeking their protection. Just because the uh, just because you haven't seen Drow assassins on the surface doesn't mean they're there. Well, I haven't or seen any, there. so that means that means they can't be there because I would have seen them. Says Harry. You just watch her roll her eyes a little bit in frustration. Mm. Sorry, you were saying, Lyra? Uh, do you have access to any invisibility spells or anything that could let you slip away from the drow without them 
knowing that you've left here. I have access okay, to good. a spell scroll that I was going to use called non-detection. The uh, shadow blades have uh, got a bead on me. They can locate me magically. So if I am to break their uh, their tracking of me and hopefully confuse them, I will cast the spell prior to leaving, prior to you lot leaving as well. That way they might think that I've cast it to try and sneak out with you lot. Hopefully they think I'm that stupid. Mm. In that case, would they be maybe suspicious of Harry just heading up to the, you know, surface alone? Like I imagine they're going to split their force in half. If it's a typical Shadow Blade Cabal unit, there's going to be five or six of them. I imagine they'll split in half. Maybe three, maybe two will follow the larger party, leaving two, hopefully, guarding the Enclave, guarding this little glade here. At that point, once Harry and I leave, they will only have enough forces to send one after us. One I think we can handle. Don't you, Harry? Oh, yeah, I'll see him coming. Crossbow, problem solved. There Just off the top of my head, Hello. back when um, Harry first spotted the assassins, how many yeah. did he say that he saw? Four or five. And she said that they only would have sent half of their forces, She said likely right? they would have sent half, so it's probably five or six. So that's, well, if it's that's half, good. it would have been ten. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, you're... I think you're underestimating the number of people they might have here. I mean... Why do you think that? Evidence, please. And she just leans over to Harry. Harry, how many did you spot again? Oh, yeah, four or five. And you were saying that they would have only sent half of their forces away, right? Keeping the other half or so to keep an eye on you? Hmm. Okay. Maybe that it's a slightly larger force than first anticipated, but that math still works out with them only sending two after myself and the rabbit. I think two we can escape from. I've got some tricks up my sleeve that uh, I can use to help uh, get us to safety if we were to be pursued. Alright. And you're confident in this too, Harry? Oh, yeah. I spotted them before. I'll spot them again. I'm pretty good. Plus, if I run into any trouble, I've got this wand. He holds up the, the wand that he was using before. Well, uh, that's definitely an option, but um, well, uh, I guess have your lucky rabbit feet on and yeah, I've got two. Quite. Well, you let me know when you're ready to depart. I'll finish packing and, um... I can put all this sorry affair behind me. Live on the Sounds surface. Ugh. Never thought I'd say those words, but here we are. Needs must. Yeah, needs must. Um, I mean, there's, you know, a good, good number of slightly less illuminated places if it does take your fancy, but... Indeed. You, know, you never know what you might find up there. I do not. That is true. But, now, um, I yes. believe we made a bit of a bargain. If you were to return from the Kuatoa, I was going to share a bit more information with you. Is that correct? I think I remember us making some sort of deal. Yes, that must be right. <laughs> I don't think I, I wasn't there at the time on that day. Well, yes, then. absolutely. Um... I believe, tell you what then, do you want to go fetch your companions? Because this is obviously, if you don't quite remember the bargain, I, we can all have a bit of a catch up. Explain yes, my I mean, plans. Who said I didn't remember the bargain? But I'll go get the friends anyway. Right, <laughs> well, Harry, why don't you stay here with me? I want to talk through the finer details of our plan, as well as some, um, some contingencies, if we were to uh, run into any trouble on the way. 
Oh yeah, that sounds pretty fun. Yeah, I like a good contingency plan. Excellent. I knew you'd be amenable. Whatever, well, off you pop. Go fetch your friends, Lyra. Sus. Can I do an insight check before I leave? <laughs> <laughs> like, she's not just sure. planning on yeah, sure. offering sure. Harry up as a sacrifice or anything. I'm a recruiter. <laughs> a recruiter. <laughs> a <laughs> That's not a good thing, Scoob. Um, yeah, question can do an insight check. Is that a 23? Yeah. That's high. Lyra. Lyra. <laughs> Zaylin has clearly layers upon layers of plans. She sees Harry as a pawn to be moved about within these plans to serve a purpose. You don't get the sense that if, if push came to shove, if it was her life or Harry's, you don't get the sense she'd choose Harry's. <laughs> you get the sense that even if it was her convenience or Harry's, she would pick hers every time. Harry, Harry, is, Harry is a dispensable means to an end for her. You know what, though? I think she's underestimating Harry, actually, though. Quite possibly. Easy to do. He's a little bunny with a heart of gold. And a dark patron. Yeah, Yeah. so I'm sure it'll be fun. A little bunny with a heart of gold. And darkness in his soul. So yeah, I'm sure it'll be fun. Remembering that we're all connected to the report balls and she doesn't actually have to go get them, she just calls out. It's like, hey guys, do you want to come on over? Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Never mind, Harry, we'll chat later. Okay. Have a little tete-a-tete, you and I, after the others have popped off to bed. Maybe have a glass of wine. You like wine, don't you, Harry? Yeah, quite like wine. Sounds good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, (laughs) Perfect. As the rest of you come on over, um, you arrive there. As I described before, the scene is exactly the same. Uh, Did any of you have any questions for Zaylon? For Bart, no. Uh, Bart actually wanted to try to get a chance. Um, being called by Lara, he's going to come and see what's going on, but he wanted to get a chance yeah. to do some other stuff away. Do you want to, I mean, you could always call back to Lara and be like, is it to talk to Zaylin? Nah, I'll do other stuff. And do other stuff instead. That's fine. Oh, is, is everything okay? Is it, are you safe? No, yeah, absolutely. It's just, um, you know, about, I wasn't exactly in for the previous conversation. Okay. Um, oh, no problem. I'm just doing something at the moment. I'll be there a little later, but I'm sure Ember and Niles... These report spores are so handy for communication. Yes, they, they are. are. What's the range cool. again? <laughs> the entire circle, I'm pretty sure. My oh. mother could ask me to get the groceries without even having <clears throat> to go into the other uh, abode. I could stay in my, my guest house the entire time. Do you reckon I could learn to do these report spores? I mean, it'd be really handy if all of us could just talk telepathically without having to talk out loud. It would well, be extremely well, maybe you, handy. Indeed, maybe you can, little sovereign. Uh, hmm. Hey, little sovereign. Little sovereign. Little sovereign. Little sovereign. Little sovereign, that's you. Uh, as the rest of you, uh, as Ember and uh, and Niles make their way over towards Zealand. Um, yeah, I, I, I think... I think Niles would just literally be like, oh, 
oh, Zaylan, I hear you're going to the Tempest Guild. And he would just like regale Zaylan with like tales <laughs> of the Tempest Guild. I don't have any questions, no, but I'm really excited to tell you about the Tempest Guild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he'd be like, oh, yes, but I heard I heard from a fellow in Oxenford, the Tempest Guild. My the Tempest goodness. Guild. Have, did you know the Oxenford Historical Society and the Tempest Guild have been longtime friends? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Okay, Ember, did you have any questions for Zaylan? Uh, no, I just well, wanted to come and check out what uh, what's, what Harry's doing, what the, the plan is. Chef's kiss. <laughs> Maybe Ember would also be keen to hear some tales of the Tempest Guild's oh, exploits. I don't know much about yeah. Exactly. Sit around Nice. Could you roll me a history check? I want to see how accurate your tales of the Tempest Guild are. You oh. do have advantage on account of you being a massive fanboy of the Tempest Guild. Nice. <laughs> Uh, I'm excited for this rule. That's a 13. 13 is not a bad start. That's good. That's good. Uh, I have a negative one to this. 18. 18. Let's go. That's pretty good. (laughs) You, despite the occasional mistakes you've made with describing aspects of the Tempest Guild in the past, you've had a chance to reflect and focus and you regale. I mean, what story would you regale to the, uh, to the, to the crowd? (laughs) I mean, it'd probably be like a pretty, like, condensed story mainly of the tempest guild's exploits against gotcha dragon cole it would uh, you know the discovery of walkie in the sky in the sky castle i wondered if you did like a one uh, like a, a small taste of the adventure like the tomb of Diodorus, or like the serpent's yeah, 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 pass yeah, yeah. or like no, i was thinking more of like a very quick like oh yes and then they went to the sky tower and they found a construct there called lucky and then the castle crashed and then they found a crystal that actually turned out to be lyra and shana that's she that's, they're actually a twin son, did you know? And then, oh, but then they went to the jungles and they found a chap named Yoda. Yeah, it would be like that, yeah. Zaylan at first seems disinterested. But as your story progresses, and as you describe events accurately, without any exaggeration, you watch as she begins to get drawn into the story as well. She's trying her best to pretend to be distant from it, but anyone with a passive perception of 14 or higher can see that she is desperately... Also- She's she's trying to not be interested, but she can't help herself. This is gonna be this actually I'm gonna I'm gonna add something to this too. Oh, yeah. I'm regaling this story, right? Um I we haven't touched on this for a while because it's been a couple of sessions, but my giant like is a bard. Is, is a bard. So can I have a little bit of that flavoring coming through a little bit? He's a skull, actually. Skull. Yes, uh, he's a battle skull. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so there's, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know how, how you want to flavor that, but like there could be a little bit of like, like I think Niles would probably really get into the storytelling element and like there would be elements of the story that is accurate to keep the story going. But then again, like he, he'd, he'd, he'd add like flourishes of like uh, of intrigue to keep it very interesting. Yes. And, uh, kind of tell it like a skull probably would actually tell it. Okay, here is what happens. As you begin describing events, it's subtle at first, but Mm. Lyra, you notice the stone on the back of Niles' hand begin to softly glow. A gentle, shifting blue-green aurora of colours. And as it does so, Niles' shadow begins to stretch longer and longer behind him, until you can almost swear his shadow is superimposed on the wall. There's like a depth to it, a body, a a thickness to it. Ember, you notice this as well, sorry. And as Niles begins talking, moving his arms around, his words almost flowing into this rhythm, timbre and a pattern of speaking, 
can almost see what he's describing. And as his hands move around, for a moment you swear an illusionary light traces his hands as he describes the uh, the breath of fire from the dragon as it swoops down from above. And then as he begins talking through the story, you can hear the sound of clashing swords. But you focus and it's, and it's gone. It must be in your mind. And then as you're drawn back into the story once again, these very subtle minor effects begin to kick in once more. And as Niles brings the story to a close, the light on the back of his gemstone stops glowing and his shadow shrinks back down. Niles, you feel invigorated. You feel strong. You feel invested, connected. Heck yeah. Nice, I like that. Let's jump over to Bartholomew. Bartholomew, what would you be doing with your little bit of time? And then I think um, we'll, uh, we'll wrap up there for tonight. It'll be a good time. Yeah, to... uh, it's pretty simple. Uh, Easy. With a bit of time to himself, um, that short rest has helped him recuperate a little bit of this weird power of self-belief, this like supernatural potency um, that he'd heard of in storybooks. Uh, some priests reaching it with enlightenment when they believed in something so much themselves. Um, some of the, uh, let me find the, the name here for it. Um, some of the other previous uh, Zishis. Yeah. yeah, some of the other previous Zishis before my father um, had gained these uh, Avatar The Last Airbender-esque powers when they believed in themselves enough. And this seems to be kind of what's happening. Maybe that's it. This book love for Zatine and that's that thought that comes back to him I um I nearly went over the edge uh and it was stupid of me to think that it was love that oh that it was that it was Satine that was the reason for that that is me almost gaslighting her memory of you did this Satine did this no it was it was Bartholomew's thoughts that did that my love for her isn't a bad thing. I just can't let it become corrupted. Mm. And I want to... The thoughts at the moment is um, remembering back to ways of... Uh, I guess monks giving themselves like memory beads. Something to um, play yeah, with. Something to rosary. focus on. Yeah. Exactly. Ro rosary beads. And um, I've got a, a lovely... You're wearing of... a set on your character up. Uh, well, not just that. I'm wanting to with those. It's a different item is what's what's okay. coming to mind. The different item is the uh, the necklace that I was actually given by the the Tempest Guild. The um, symbol of Melora, something that is holy, already has power imbued into it. Nice. Uh, I'm wanting to try to turn that into some form of a um, sort of amulet of devotion to um, Satine. Uh, combining with some, some things that I've read in books of precious gems, uh, things such as that. So I know that I've already got one precious gem, which is the um, ritual fragment uh, from the Kuatoans. Uh, I'm now wanting to... I know that I'm probably not going to be a good enough smith to do stuff like this. I know that my family would often contact... Um, dwarvish clans and there would be very rich things um so i'm doing like really bad sketches of what i want it to look like which is sort of like a bird's nest with the eggs that's going to be hanging um 
uh, from like as a necklace, this amulet. Yeah. What I would like to do with that thought on my mind is use my channel divinity, having had some rest, to give myself back a second level spell slot. And I would like to cast a locate object. And within like the locate? area of um, these, this sovereign camp, I would like to try to find another gemstone because I know that I want it to have at least two to three eggs. Um, like oh. a uh, the, basically these gemstones being the eggs in this bird's nest. Yes, I've I already getcha. got one, which is fragment the, um, of ritual crystal. <laughs> Yeah, the Fragment Ritual Crystal, which already yeah. has the ability to hold magic and power inside itself. Yeah. Um, I would like to try to find a second, whether it is expensive like a diamond or even um, seen in other people's value as worthless, Azurite, Malachite, um, Turquoise, whether it's 10 gold or 1,000 gold, I don't care about the value. I'm just looking for something of uh, beauty. Trying Could to remind I get you me to roll me a D100, please? 100%. Classic Dundred. Yeah, Dundred. trying to find something beautiful, something that reminds me of Satine. Um, I guess the first thing that would probably come to mind um, with Satine, Beauregard, uh, and the um, Satin Boa bird that she's based off of in my sort of lore is something blue, because Satin Boa guards collect blue objects. Cool. Um, nice. If you also call the uh, D100 the Dundred, guess what? You now have to subscribe. Busted! Uh, 62. 62. Okay, nice. Alrighty. Okay. Okay. As you cast the spell Locate Object, you feel the magic wash out from you. Is it like a pulse? Almost like an echolocation pulse that pushes out and then the magic comes back and you know the location of it. How, how do you imagine locate objects uh, works works for dream so skin it locate object it says works for 10 minutes yeah. um i'm still learning to use my powers i'd like to think rather than even just a con an instant ping mm. it's more akin to um like the clairvoyant spell in skyrim like a trail that i'm following like a smell yeah. a sensation do you want to like pluck a feather and then as you as the magic holds it the feather like points in the direction that you need to go and as you hold the feather in your hands and move around it always points yeah. in the direction of the item rather than a perfect like i know it's here because i'm still learning these powers i think it's that it's like a guiding yeah. i'm i'm following like a wild goose chase it's a compass like a, it's like a compass yeah, yeah, yeah. i like that that's kind of cool and using i like the idea of using a feather like you pluck one of your feathers imbue it with magic instead of the forked twig you pluck a pluck a feather and as you place it on your hand it, it always points the, the quill points in the direction of the item that's i like that as you begin moving through the camp at first you don't know the distance as you said you're, you're unpracticed with this spell this is a new power that you've called upon but as you begin moving around following the direction of the quill the feather begins to vibrate slightly which you think must mean you're getting close to something and as you get close to the edge of one of the caves dug out into the wall not too close to where the others are with Zaylin is on the other side of that slight overhang you can see that the inside of this cave is littered with what looks like the zerkwood barrels you can see or barrel stalks you can see that there are some old chests um, old storage containers mostly destroyed uh, rotted away just piled up in this room along with various other junk looks like a junk room maybe for the uh, for the uh, myconids and as you peer inside not really expecting to find anything of value the feather vibrates violently pointing towards small leather satchel half buried under an old 
crumbled barrel. As you pick through, pull out the leather satchel, you can feel a weight inside of it. And as you open it up and look inside, you see this beautiful light blue reflection from inside. As you pull out this aquamarine gemstone, not fully cut and shaped yet, you can see that the edges are still raw, there's a, a rock section still stuck to it, but the top of it has been shaped and smoothed, the facets glinting softly. The aquamarine is, is partially translucent. You can see glints of a darker vein of blue throughout the center, forming this swirling ocean-like appearance as you stare at the aquamarine gemstone. Perfect. It's perfect. It's, it's almost 60 to 70 nearly... was aquamarine, so I was like, done. <laughs> um, I'll add it to my inventory. 70 to 80 would have been ruby slash sapphire, so could could have been even bluer, but nice. 60 but to no, 70 is aquamarine. Um, with my... With dream's nine wisdom i'd like to think i've i've put a lot of myself into this character i like to think dream probably has adhd or butts just like me um <laughs> i'm gonna forget about promising to meet with lyra and probably head back to the campsite and seeing that this is already egg-shaped i'm gonna start trying to like sand down the um the kuatone shard to turn that nice. into a, a smooth shape as well and that's probably what i'll be doing before i meet everyone for the long rest I'm going to say to close us to close this out as all of you benefit from a long rest. Um, any downtime activities you want to do, Bartholomew, as you spend some time shaping these gemstones, uh, you watch as Gook, the young female uh, Sverniblin, comes over, pulls out some tinkers' tools and jewelers' tools from her oh. kit, and offers to assist you with this, being a jeweler by trade. Yeah, look, I don't really have a sandpaper in my inventory. I didn't um, think so. <laughs> So I was probably just like rubbing it against the ground, like yeah. back and forth, really yeah. awkwardly. She sees you doing this because, um, hey, I don't want to interrupt. It looks like you're doing something really important, but if you keep doing that, you're gonna like shatter that gemstone. Do you want a hand? I've got, I've got some tools. So. Oh, um, you don't need to help me. I made no, you. No, feel I'd like to. I really before. like to. It's really fun. Okay. Helps me focus I and think, and takes my mind off things that I'd rather not think about. Okay. Um, I'll pass her the gemstone and then sort of just start like rambling to myself. I. It's just I didn't want you to get hurt again. I've been trying to learn how to protect people in my uh, under my protection. Sorry, jumbling with words as well now. Uh, there might still be survivors. Um, I'm going to be honest. Could... I'd rather not talk about that. Is that okay? okay. Let's just maybe we let's just see. Gobbledy, gobbledy, brought. No, I'm happy to talk about anything else. I love talking. Love talking okay. so much. Anything else? Just. I can't think about that right now. My family are there. My little sister. I just, I can't think about that. So tell me about the Kuto. What happened with that? I, I flash back to Ben uh, <laughs> like wings. I don't want to talk about that either. Okay, I fair. Think. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> maybe let's work in silence then. Do you, no, no, no. Um. Do you have a special someone? Um. There's a, there's a lady I really like. She's just stunning and beautiful and intelligent, but I don't think she's ever noticed me. Oh, this is um, Gook, right? Yeah, this is Gook talking. I see. I am... Um, to be honest, in the temples, uh, love is um, not something too often seen uh, from my life, and in the mines it definitely, as you would know, was not a thing. Um, I'm still learning about that as well. 
you love uh, another female? Yeah, of course. She's gorgeous. I see. I guess it doesn't really know any bounds. <sighs> tell, tell me Love about knows her. no bounds. Oh, she's just... I've known her for years. Um, like, we've been friends for a while. Like, casual friends. I've, like, she's got so many friends. Like, it's hard to sort of, like, break into that circle, you know? But I've done my best. <laughs> I, I definitely know. When I um, first met the love of my life... Um, she wasn't quite allowed in my circles, funny enough, the opposite thing. Uh, and I had a lot of people telling me to not see her, but sometimes you just need to break free. Definitely. No one else should tell you what you, what you should be doing with that sort of stuff. That's, that's your, your business alone. No one else can have any say on that. It's your life. And um, I'm guessing it's probably going to go by for about like half an yeah, hour. Yeah, she'll just tell back. you about yeah, I'll, just... I'll, I'll small talk to her about Satine and her about uh, her partner. If the, I know that you probably, if you have this prepared, you're incredible <laughs> dungeon master with backstory stuff. But um, in, 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 would I be able to grab a name for who this is? Because this is important to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, her partner is. Sorry, I'll pull it open. Oh, her, her. So Gook, the female. Flick. Oh, cute. That's really cute. Okay. Perfect. Just, just as a side note, actually, yep. for Niles's own benefit, not that this is relevant, but has 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 Bartholomew slash Dream mentioned Satine at all? Like, to yeah, in front of you guys, I think, I think, yeah, I think you've mentioned Satine. Times, yeah, once or twice, I'd say. But I, 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 yeah, I didn't realize that maybe I'm closely more, I'm more related to Bart than I maybe didn't realize. But does 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 Satine ring a bell to Niles at all? I think. That would be a really good cliffhanger to end on. Can you roll me yeah. a history check? <laughs> we were all, uh, possibly about to be related when I get married. What the? F- I didn't know about this. I've been, I've been, I've been <laughs> holding out for that question for a hundred. Uh, <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, please, please. Oh! <laughs> Retro fucking twenty. <laughs> you can't make this shit up. This is great. Um. Niles, <laughs> you have heard the name Satine before. Yeah. An Aracocra, a blue bower bird Aracocra. You've met her once or twice. She was friends with the daughter of your master, the one who Whoa. taught you everything you know. She's they would beautiful, often, baby. They would often get into trouble <laughs> running around through the palace. They, they were given access to a lot of the inner sanctums of the temple through their father, the... the, um, the a warrior monk who trained you and Nepo baby okay yeah I mean he, he doted on his daughter and, and Satine yeah, would often accompany his daughter um, you're not sure what the story with Satine's parents was you, you don't know how much they, they sort of had to do you never really asked about them but she definitely seemed to spend a lot of time with your your teacher uh, and uh, and your teacher's daughter as well oh um, you better back the fuck off so no no no, 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 no. <laughs> that's all true. I know I we, you don't worry about that. Um, but your your teacher's your teacher's daughter was also an, an aracocra, um, a uh, almost like a uh, a magpie like aracocra, black and white feathers, uh, slightly longer beak, and these sort of brilliant yellow eyes. Um, the two of them, her and Satine, would get into a lot of trouble together. They were a bit mischievous. They when they were a bit younger, and then as they got older. Um, you didn't get to see as much of them. They didn't 
sort of come and watch the training bounce as much anymore and and Satine and uh, and the uh, the magpie Arakogra started to drift apart a little bit Satine seeming to find an interest within the palace elsewhere <laughs> but right. yeah you definitely you definitely know Satine in, in some ways Satine was kind of like a not a sister but maybe a cousin to you someone who was close to people that you were close to yeah right what the hell what the fuck that's cool okay <laughs> and I think that's the bombshell I want to end on tonight that's a good yeah, bombshell that's a cool one it's juicy Oh, um, sorry, the, the um, daughter of your master, you wouldn't have her name in your backstory, so you can add it now if you like. Yes, um, please. I seal. A-I-C-I-L-E. But I-C-I-L-E. does he see? I seal. I'll type it out in here too. A-I-C-E-L? A-I-C-E-L. I seal. I seal. Cool. You didn't I seal this coming. I did not. And I think that is a really good uh, note to end on. A really wholesome secret to be shared. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. It is lovely to have you here once again and really lovely to be playing uh, D&D. We will indeed be back next Monday for more Curse of Strahd, next Wednesday for more Return of the Giants. And I have some news concerning Avatar Legends coming very, very shortly. Stay tuned for that. Let's go. promise there's some cool news coming for that. Now, if you're a YouTube member, you've already watched this super early because YouTube members get to watch videos the second I upload them. No scheduling episode drops for you. You get them straight away. So if you are one of our lovely YouTube members and a member of the Tempest Guild, thank you so, so much. It really helps the channel out. If you're watching this on Twitch, again, thank you so much. Thank you for joining us. And we're going to go raid another lovely channel. So until next time, stay safe, stay well. We'll see you all again soon. Until next time, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you.